Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching, tapping into our best life. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Cassida for Talk and Pray, and it took me a while to settle into myself. Do you know the feeling? Capable, ambitious, but wanting more? More impact, more success, more satisfaction? Me too. I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that, combined with the truth of Scripture, have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. Thank God for GPS. I remember the days of MapQuest. (laughs) This is as antiquated an idea as the Yellow Pages, rotary dial phones, and changing the channel of the television with a knob that only had 12 numbers on it. For some of us, we were the remotes for our dads, getting up to change the channel when he was ready to watch another program on a different frequency. For my family, out in the country, we only got two stations with our outdoor antenna, a CBS affiliate and an NBC affiliate, both likely to be riddled with the snow of static if the wind blew the antenna around to a different direction. So not only did we have to switch the dial from channel 10 to channel 6, we might also have to go outside in the snow or rain and turn the antenna at the end of the house. I know, I know. Next, I'll be telling you I walked five miles in the snow uphill just to get firewood for the one-room schoolhouse I attended at the turn of the last, no, not the last, but the last before the last turn of the century. (laughs) Well, I'm not from that far back, but I remember when the internet was exciting and learning I could go online and get directions was a major advancement. MapQuest was an online version of the Rand McNally Atlas of American highways. With MapQuest, we were given actual turn-by-turn directions that we could print out. I can't believe how outdated that sounds. In the best-case scenario, you would travel with a navigator who'd tell you the turns ahead of time and eliminate the need to backtrack. If you were alone, you had one hand on the wheel and the other holding the printout, which could be 10 to 12 pages long. A business retreat I attended annually was at the beautiful French Lick Resort in Indiana. For you sports fans, that's the hometown of basketball legend and former Boston Celtic Larry Bird. Heading up the interstate, I was sure I'd read the directions correctly and was eagerly looking for the exit that I knew was only a few miles away. My MapQuest printout was tucked away, and the miles passed and passed, and still more miles passed without the exit I was sure would be the very next one. And the next thing I know, I'm seeing a sign that tells me I'm within 50 or so miles of Indianapolis, which is 50 or so miles way northeast of French Lick, Indiana. Here's a travel tip for you. In the words of baseball legend Yogi Berra, you've got to be very careful if you don't know where you are going because you might not get there. 
Now, I have navigation in my car, but I don't always trust it. A couple of years ago, I traveled to a speaking engagement on Fripp Island, South Carolina, and I had Google Maps and Waze both open on my phone, along with the car's instructions. Just to be sure, my long-ago MapQuest trauma makes me paranoid. It also makes me think of the ending to one of the Star Trek movies. Was it Shatner's or Chris Pine's Captain Kirk at the helm of the Enterprise? Can't remember. But where to, Captain? Sulu asks. And with a casual wave of his hand, Captain Kirk answers, Out there, somewhere, as he settles back in the captain's chair and Sulu eases out into the universe. Who does that? I need to know where I'm going. And yet... The Bible is filled with people who didn't know where God was taking them. I can imagine the fear and trepidation the children of Israel experienced as they left the familiarity of Egypt. Granted, it was not a great place to visit or to live if you were of the Hebrew nation, but it was the life they knew. They'd been enslaved and had been for a long, long time, long enough that their current slave masters didn't know or care that Joseph, the Hebrew who'd been prime minister, had saved them from famine, long enough for the Hebrews to lose faith. All they had to give them hope was a history, a covenant passed down through generations, and stories of forebears that spoke of promised land and inheritance that was theirs alone, given to them by their God. Their deliverer, Moses, came to take them out of Egypt, out of slavery, with the supernatural signs and wonders initiated by God and performed before Pharaoh to convince him to let the people go. And away they went with riches and spoils given to them by their soon-to-be former slave masters. Scripture records their exit in Exodus 13, verses 17 through 22. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph had made the Israelites swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. After leaving Sukkoth, they camped at Etham on the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. I'm guessing Moses didn't have a printout of turn-by-turn directions, and he was relying on instructions from God as to how and where they were to go, what their next steps were. Exodus 14.1 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to turn back and encamp between Migdal and the sea. Turn back? Turn back? I thought we were getting out of here. Why are we turning back? If they'd had GPS on their way out of Egypt, no doubt it would have started squawking at them about changing their direction. You turn at first available light. Turn around at next available wide space in the road. Recomputing. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. (laughs) Isn't it like that for most of our faith steps? 
It's a scary place to be in life and in business. Do I leave the familiar, the things I know, the comfort of predictability, of guaranteed outcomes for the unknown of a calling, a business, a new thing that God may be doing in, around, for, and through me? I don't know about you, but I don't always see the pillar of cloud nor the fire by night. Lord, I need a beacon. If a billboard isn't available, I'd even accept a two-by-four upside the head. I just need direction. Where's my GPS? Funny thing about GPS, it can't compute your route without a destination. Unlike Captain Kirk, if we tell it out there somewhere, our devices can't map the way. But God can. Listen to his promises. Proverbs twenty twenty four, a person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? Isaiah forty two sixteen, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. And then an all-time favorite of most of us, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a hope and a future. Psalm one nineteen one o five says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light for my path. That might be the pillars of cloud and fire we need for our guidance system. Is God taking you to a new place? Are you ready to leave behind some things that may be holding you back, keeping you from moving into your destiny, into the identity that God has created for you and in you from before time immortal? Are you waiting for Him to give you the whole plan? Will you move forward if you only see the first step, perhaps the first of many steps? It will take a leap of faith, and chances are good that you will not see the whole map. Our Father likes to teach us to trust Him. There's a saying I use when talking with people about boundaries. You teach people how to treat you. I think this is the way God also deals with us. He is teaching us to trust Him, to rely upon Him for direction, for our global positioning. As I step into my identity, building the business I felt God initiate in me a couple of years ago, I realize I do not have a map for what is next. What's next, Lord, I ask. I've moved this far. I've taken steps to prepare. Everything I've learned, experienced, and dreamed of is available to you to use in this venture. Can you please tell me where we're going? Why haven't you led me to do... Fill in the blank with the latest marketing trend or scaling option or social media blast or addition or subtraction because I see someone with a business like mine doing that. Isn't it a better way? And profit and growth, Lord, how about that? Like the Israelites, I'm a little confused at why he may be taking me the long way around. But the key is in the scripture in Exodus 13 and 14. God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they may change their minds and return to Egypt. 
we don't want to return to the failures or missteps or slavery of the past. And the turning back, God said, Pharaoh will think the Israelites are wandering around the land in confusion, hemmed in by the desert, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them. But I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Exodus 14, 3 and 4. As I look at my prayer board, I see questions I'm asking God to answer. What do you want me to do? Will it work? How will it be done? I need direction, Father. I surrender to you my need to know the destination. I submit to you to follow your pillars of cloud and fire as you reveal them to me. I don't know how he will answer yet, but I know I can trust him. He has seen the contents of my heart, the places where I might be afraid and turn back to the old way. He has seen the obstacles ahead, and he knows that when he overcomes them, whether with a miracle like the parting of the Red Sea or the quiet whisper to me to go another way, his fame and glory will be for my ultimate good. After God defeats the Egyptians, Scripture says Moses and the Israelites sang a song to the Lord. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. Exodus 15.20 adds, Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women followed her with timbrels and dancing. Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he is hurled into the sea. A few days ago, I read a scripture that I have memorized, and I am declaring daily to remind me that God is my GPS. He determines my direction. Psalm 16.8 says, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. When I quote it, I do it twice, first with emphasis on before, to remind me that he is in front of me, leading me. He is my pillar of cloud and fire. Then I quote it again with emphasis on me. I have set the Lord always before me, to remind me that I am second, and he and his ways are preeminent. As long as I do life and business that way, I know my destination will be reached safely and securely, and it will be for my good and God's glory. Father, for me, GPS stands for God's positioning system. You know the plans you have for me and my business. You know how it will best be used to advance your kingdom, edify your people, and provide for my family. I know you are teaching me how to treat you. I will lean in and learn to trust, learn to wait for your instructions, to turn neither to the right nor to the left until you give the go-ahead. Father, it scares me to even say it out loud. Teach me to trust your perfect love, which casts out fear, and to rest in the security of your thoughts, your plans, your ways. My life and business belong to you. Bless them according to your riches. I will set you ever before me, because with you at my right hand, I will never be shaken. I love you and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us slash podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is In the Field by Audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.